If you enjoy Champions for Children, be sure to check out the new podcast from Nemours Children's Health, Well Beyond Medicine. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or at NemoursWellBeyond.org to continue hearing the stories of anything and everything related to the 80% of child health impacts that occur outside the doctor's office. And now, the episode of Champions for Children you requested. Enjoy! Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. I'm Carol Vassar. Have you been hearing about the new federal holiday that's coming up this week? In some parts of the nation, June 19th has long been a celebration, known variously as Solidarity Day, Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, or, most commonly, Juneteenth, which is the name of the new federal holiday. Joining me to talk about Juneteenth are the co-leads of the Nemours African Heritage Associate Resource Group. Danielle Davis-Evans is an ambulatory nurse manager for both the surgical and medical divisions for the Nemours, Florida region, and Kia Gaines, director of operations in the Department of Pediatrics for the Nemours, Delaware Valley region. What is Juneteenth and its origin? Danielle Davis-Evans gets us started. So Juneteenth is a federal holiday. It is now recognized as a federal holiday. It is the celebration of when the last slaves were notified of their freedom on June 19th, 1865, which was two years after the Emancipation Proclamation and the Civil War ended. So Juneteenth celebrates the actual Freedom Day for African-American people across the United States. And it is called Freedom Day in some states, but the national holiday is called Juneteenth, right? That is correct. How did this grow and spread? It came out of Texas, but it popped up in other parts of the country. What was the history and importance of it leading up to its becoming a federal holiday? So I think in the African-American community, um, especially in Texas, Juneteenth has been something that's been celebrated for many, many years since post-slavery and has been passed down from generation to generation. Through the current cultural awareness that's happening right now across the country, in present day, I think it's grown in popularity or awareness because as many African-Americans who, in the wake of George Floyd and the things that have been happening across the nation, I think we're in a place of knowledge where we're really seeking that knowledge as a people and trying to understand our past to better prepare for our future. I think that has created more emergence and celebration of Juneteenth across many cities across the United States and now has made its way to the White House where last year it was made a federal holiday. And today, as we record this, is unfortunately the second anniversary of the death of George Floyd, which raised a whole lot of questions and concerns about structural racism. Kia, how did you first learn about Juneteenth? That's a great question. So, Carol, I have to say that for many years, I knew nothing about Juneteenth. Um, I've only started to acknowledge and celebrate it, I'd say, probably within the past 
three years or so. I am originally from Philadelphia. There are some parts that do have a celebration, but we really didn't do a lot of celebrating within my family or within my circles about Juneteenth. I don't know that there was a lot of knowledge that this should be something that we're celebrating until recently. So over the past three years, my family and I have begun to celebrate it and to actually learn more about how to celebrate it, how it's celebrated in the South. But it is something that's spreading in knowledge, even amongst the African-American community, which in itself is interesting. If anyone should know when to celebrate a holiday to celebrate, the African-American community should know that this is, you know, a holiday that we should be celebrating. How about you, Danielle? When did you become aware of Juneteenth? Are you from the South originally? Is it something you grew up with? So, no, I'm originally from Chicago. And like Kia mentioned, it is not something that we were really taught in school. It wasn't something that we learned about in history classes or even within my family. I want to say about five years ago, I really started to want to embrace my own culture, my own heritage, and I started my own personal journey to learning who I am, where I come from. Um, I started looking into information about things of historical significance, such as Juneteenth, the Black Wall Street massacres in Tulsa, just different things that we aren't really taught in history or things that aren't really in books, but is very much a part of American history and African-American history. I started hearing about events and, you know, taking my children to different activities and things that are going on in the community and really started to embrace the holiday and the culture. What kinds of events? Are we talking parades, picnics, that kind of thing? Yes. So picnics last year, for instance, there's a museum here. It's an African-American museum called the Bronze Kingdom. And they have one of the largest collections of Nigerian and Benin. And there's another place in Africa, I can't remember the name right now, another country where they have a lot of statues. And so for Juneteenth last year, it's also an African restaurant. So we went there, you know, I took my daughter, they had drummers and it was kind of a community celebration. They had different vendors. They gave tours of their museums. There's different concerts, different food events that occur during Juneteenth here in the Orlando area. It's something that I started getting more interested in and just being more aware. What does Juneteenth mean to you? Danielle, in particular, you've talked about looking in some of the historic events that have happened that have influenced or affected the African-American community. What does Juneteenth mean to you in 2022? For me, um, Juneteenth is not only cultural and historical celebration, but I feel like it's a holiday of great significance. If you really look back, and of course, as we know, history is told by those who write it. So there are many things that are missing from history books. We're all taught about the Civil War. We're all taught about the Emancipation Proclamation. Growing up, I thought, oh, wow, the Emancipation Proclamation came and everyone was free. In reality, we know things are just not that easy. For me, to find out that it took two additional years for the news to reach Texas, for the people who were working on those plantations to finally find out that they're free, had to be like the most liberating feeling ever. And we celebrate the 4th of July as America's Independence Day, but in reality, we were not free. We were still slaves when America celebrated its independence because we weren't looked at as humans. We were looked as property. For me, Juneteenth is, that is my 4th of July. That is my Freedom Day. That is a day that I can say, 
that my ancestors were able to finally break free from that bondage and to really begin to pursue their dreams. And I stand here today as a product of that, to be able to push and fight for diversity, racial understanding, and pride, something that my ancestors only could dream of. Yeah, how about yourself? My answer is very similar to Danielle's. I have a sense of pride around Juneteenth. Now that I truly understand what the um, celebration is about, I have a better sense of the history and what actually occurred. And similar to Danielle, you know, we celebrate Fourth of July as the rest of the country celebrates Fourth of July. But now that we have a better sense of that slaves were not free, nor were we even considered people during that time, understanding that there is a day in which we should celebrate where our ancestors were finally released from their chains in the South. There were two states in the North, in the Union, that held slaves, and they didn't abolish slavery until the end of 1865 in December, and that was Delaware and Kentucky. So understanding that really grasping the past is so crucial for African Americans, and I think we really haven't had a chance or an opportunity to do so because this is not the stuff that's taught in our schools, but it really gives us a sense of self an understanding of ourselves and of where our ancestors came from. And it's empowering. It's truly, truly empowering. I'm so happy that this is now a national holiday and we get to celebrate it openly and pull others so they know they should celebrate as well. Is it taught in school? I know June 19th, most schools are out. Is there an opportunity in the school calendar year for kids to learn what Juneteenth is at elementary school, middle school, or even high school level? So I think that's an interesting question, Carol. I think, you know, we have the opportunity to teach kids anything. Um, I don't believe that it's been on our school's radar because there is so much information that's withheld from schools. But interesting enough, this year I did just look and I noticed that my school calendar for my kids in Delaware, it was updated and they actually added in Juneteenth. So if you give the schools the ability, the knowledge, you give people the knowledge, hopefully they will follow through and begin to teach and begin to educate everyone on true American history. Now, this is a Nemours podcast. I'm curious as to what Juneteenth means to each of you as Nemours associates and what you think it means as representatives of the larger 8,000 associates across the entirety of the system. Kia, I'm going to go to you. I think that the joy in which Danielle and I already discussed around Juneteenth, we can now openly spread that amongst all of the associates at Nemours. For those associates of color who are black and brown, they will learn if they are not aware, something that we all should know. And then for our allies, you know, I find that within Nemours, once you educate people and they understand the meaning of things and you're celebrating, Nemours loves to celebrate and certainly loves to celebrate the different cultures. Give people the opportunity to do so. And I think that they will be very excited to learn and to grow and to celebrate with us. Danielle, what do you think? I definitely agree with the sentiment. I think that as a Black leader here at Nemours, having the opportunity to really push forward education, conversation, awareness is where it begins. A lot of racial intolerance is a lack of understanding. A lot of racism 
is a lack of understanding and education. And Moore's is an organization that pushes diversity. We're all about inclusion. To bring forth diversity and inclusion, we have to have conversations. We have to have education. One of our standards of behavior is to teach, coach, and mentor. But that extends beyond just your clinical task or your administrative task. To teach, coach, and mentor, it really is a vast area of knowledge, not only about cultural awareness, about the differences, about talking about Juneteenth, these things and other historically significant things that occur. And having that space to be able to do so without judgment and from a place of really providing knowledge and just opening that dialogue. Let's talk a little bit about allies. How can they support this across Nemours, myself, across the community? How can allies raise awareness about Juneteenth and let folks know that this is important? This is a, a big deal. It's now a federal holiday. So for me, it's funny because for the last couple of years, I've always taken Juneteenth the day after the holiday off. I put it on my calendar and a lot of my leadership team asked, well, what's Juneteenth? Because it's something that they were not familiar with. Having those conversations and even educating my own team about, well, this is what Juneteenth is. Here, let me send you some information. Let me share that so that they can become supportive. And I was just talking with my director today about Juneteenth and events we're going to do at Nemours. And she's like, I know it's important to you, whatever I need to do. If I need to cover your divisions while you're downstairs passing out information or education, whatever you need, how can I support you? So it's having those conversations and bringing that awareness so that others can then be able to pass that on as well. Because knowledge is power, right? That is the key basis of everything that we do. Without knowledge, we're blind. Without knowledge, we're in the dark. We love allies. We love people who are interested in coming in and getting information and spreading it. And I would say that that's probably the best way to help learn about it. On June 17th is the Friday prior to Juneteenth. We are planning on setting up tables and distributing some, some Juneteenth swag and some items and some information. Take that information, spread it amongst your teams, learn more, tell people about it. To Danielle's point, this is about just having the knowledge and education and then celebrating with us, you know, walking by people and saying, hey, happy Juneteenth. Just those little things will certainly spread the word and will show that they're partnering with us as we're moving this information through Nemours. Kia, you talked a little bit about how Nemours is celebrating. I want to ask how Nemours should celebrate. Do those two kind of match up? Is there something you want more in the future in terms of future Juneteenth celebrations from the system? Uh, certainly. Great question. So this year we're focusing on, as we've stated multiple times, educating everyone, understanding that people just don't have the knowledge. And I think in the future, it would be great if Nemours would continue the celebration and celebrate in larger uh, ways. We, of course, this year's COVID, we're not able to do as much as we would like to do. But if Nemours would continue to support us as the years go on and we're able to bring in outside um, vendors and um, really celebrate and decorate across Nemours, I think that's what we're asking for from Nemours, just to continue to support us and to allow this to grow and become very much incorporated into the culture of Nemours. 
Danielle, would you agree with that? I definitely would. Nemours, of course, as Kia mentioned, is very big on celebrations. We are celebrating joint commission. We're celebrating magnet status. You know, we're celebrating leapfrog or whatever it is that is the event at that time. We're celebrating Alfred I. DuPont's birthday when we celebrate hospital week and nurse week and, you know, so on and so forth. So just as those things are important, I really think it's important to celebrate and honor Juneteenth. Cinco de Mayo. Everybody knows about Cinco de Mayo. That is one of the biggest celebrated holidays outside of our normal Christmas, Thanksgiving. So I would love to see that same emphasis put in Juneteenth, to have food in the cafeteria that is related to Juneteenth. You know, they send out a banner on our the Moors now, and it says celebrating Juneteenth. And you can click on it to get more information, but really have events where like Kia said, we can bring in leaders and bring in people, speakers, things like that when we are in a safer space without COVID or when our numbers are down to really, really celebrate this holiday. I do have one other thought. It's a bigger thought. It's a bigger ask. And I think something that we've discussed in the past, it would be wonderful just as we celebrate the 4th of July and that's considered a Nemours holiday where people are off. It would be the ultimate if we could actually celebrate Juneteenth in the same manner and making it a Nemours holiday so that people can actually take off and truly celebrate with their families. That would be the best if we could do that. I just would say I am very proud to be part of the African Heritage ARG. It is something that I didn't even think was possible. I didn't know existed. And I am so so, so honored and so proud to be a part of something like this, because this is something that really reaches personally for me as a person of color and for other people of color within our organization to have a place where I feel like I belong and I can celebrate these holidays and we can talk about these things. We can bring awareness. It's so important to be a part of an organization that supports that. I'm just super happy and just super proud to be part of watching these moments happen and being able to look back hopefully in 10 or 15 years from now, it will be grown into something even bigger. Danielle just takes the words right out of my mouth. Honestly, celebrating Juneteenth, spreading the knowledge. You know, this is all about a sense of belonging for Black and brown people and creating a sense of belonging. Um, and if we can do that with acknowledging holidays, celebrating and putting our all into that, then I think that we've done a great job. I mean, you know, the strength of an organization, of a diverse organization, is really in understanding the individual cultures and how those cultures come together to create a wonderful enterprise organization to create the best service for our families, which, you know, is our ultimate goal. So we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about Juneteenth. We are so excited to celebrate with Nemours this year. And hey, happy Juneteenth. This is going to be great. Happy Juneteenth. Real quick question. All this work we're doing around culture, around recognizing various cultures and backgrounds and holidays, how does that impact service delivery? What does that mean to the kids we serve? That's a wonderful question. To me, it means 
for our kids and for our families. When we celebrate like this, and especially a wonderful holiday like Juneteenth, we are specifically having crafts and videos for our kids. I think this is our way of saying to our communities, we see you. We see you. We love you. We appreciate you. And we want you to know that we're here for you. That's what Juneteenth and similar holidays uh, mean to our families. I definitely agree. In healthcare, it's taking care of the whole child, the whole family. It's not just the physical. That's a part of it. But holistic care is the spiritual, the cultural, the emotional, because all of those things feed into the physical care of that child. When we raise awareness to culture and we raise awareness to the differences and provide that education, it allows all of us to be able to really do what we are here to do, and that's to take care of children, to remove the biases, to remove any of the barriers that are in the way because we don't understand, because we don't know. Celebrating something like Juneteenth is the start of a bigger road that we are traveling down, but it is just something that has to happen in order for us to really get to where we need to be as a nation, as a people. Danielle Davis-Evans is an ambulatory nurse manager based in Orlando, Florida. We also heard from Kia Gaines, Director of Operations in the Department of Pediatrics for the Nemours Delaware Valley region. Together, they co-lead the Nemours African Heritage Associate Resource Group. Though Juneteenth falls on a Sunday in 2022, Nemours is planning various educational events this Friday, June 17th. Check Nemours now for information on what's happening Juneteenth-wise near you. Next time on the podcast, we will meet a new associate who is the first person ever to hold the position of Enterprise Chief Health Equity Officer. Dr. Rachel Thornton is our guest. We'll talk a little bit about how she entered the field of medicine and her vision for this new post. Please join us. The Nemours Champions for Children podcast is weekly, and it tells the stories of Nemours associates just like you. Your ideas for future podcasts always welcome. Simply email podcast at nemours.org. That's podcast at nemours.org. Kudos to our production team, as always, Peter Adebi, Allison Kraft, Deborah Griffin, and Savannah Pettit. Our music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Turner's Falls, Massachusetts. You may find the podcast on Nemoresnet and the Nemours Now app, and anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts, plus your smart speaker. Just tell it to play the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. On behalf of Kia Gaines and Danielle Davis-Evans, I'm Carol Vassar, and we thank you for listening to this edition of the Nemours Champions for Children podcast. Until next time, please stay safe, stay well, and thank you for all you do for the children and families we serve, and happy Juneteenth.